welcome all soldiers to the Fantasy Football War Council's podcast. Here are your co-hosts, Jonathan Arneson and Daniel Gutierrez. Hello and welcome to another meeting of the Fantasy Football War Council. I'm Jonathan, and as always, I'm joined with Daniel. Daniel, what the heck, man? (laughs) Dude. Oh, what a brutal week. Nothing went the way that we hoped it would this week. It was an, an interesting one. Oh, absolutely. This what a rough week. All right. I'm going to continue from last week and say I have nothing to say about this. Yeah, I think uh, it's the first week that you and I are both, both losers. The same week. Shame upon us. We deserve it. <laughs> that's, that's right. All right. Now, in today's council meeting, we will recap the week nine battles and us losers because we're losers. <laughs> but first, the news. Oh, Vance McDonald is on the COVID list. This puts Big Ben Roethlisberger on the close contact COVID list. That's going to be a hit for somebody. Big Ben sat on the plane next to Vance McDonald. So apparently, and and also apparently their lockers are next to each other. So that'll be interesting. That'll be really interesting to see how good Pittsburgh does without Ben. Because historically, not so good. Yeah, they say if he has negative tests all the way until Saturday, he can play Sunday. So it really depends on how he tests out. So, Oof. Yeah. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is day-to-day. I, I don't even know. I just got him back, and he played amazing. <laughs> and he hurt his shoulder. He grabbed his ribs. I don't know what hurts on him. Please tell me something. Oof. This, this breaks my heart. This, I mean, I guess I'm just going to shoot seventh place. That's yeah, not a bad way. I want the first pick. Yeah. I want the first pick. I could do it. I don't know. I'm still projected to make playoffs, but anyway. Speaking of playoffs. Speaking of playoffs. Uh, expanded playoffs. The league has voted to expand playoffs to 16 teams if COVID affects quote-unquote meaningful games so i guess like if a contender or a couple of teams that are in the playoff hunt get their games canceled because of covid then they're gonna you know let those teams into the playoffs to compete in a tournament at the end of the season so it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out they haven't really released much of the verbiage behind it besides the fact that they might do it to 16 if that's the case and meaningful games is a little bit broad. So I guess it won't be expanded to 16 teams if it's like the Jets and the Jaguars that gets canceled or something like that, you know? Yeah, it's very unclear, right? Meaningful yeah. games. I don't know. Yeah. We had a trade in our Civil War Fantasy League. I first off would like to congratulate Union Ambush for making a great move and acquiring Aaron Jones here from Three Sheets of the Wind by swapping his sixth pick for an eighth pick in the 2021 draft for our league. Uh, this is huge. Now, I'm going to begin a rant, and I apologize, but usually an RB9 or somebody in the top 10 is going to go for at least a first round and more because these are players you consider to be keeper players. We are in a dynasty league, so we keep two offensive players and a defensive player. Um, to give away somebody for just in this top range of the keeper value for such a low value Please, managers, when you're acquiring trades and thinking about process, look at look at where players stand. 
look at their stats, see where they rank, find their value of what the current value of your league is. And and this current player's value would have been a first and a third round pick. So just best, you know, look into things before you process a trade. Uh, Please pay attention because this can hurt you this year and into future years, obviously. Trading picks. Rant over. Yeah. As peanuts. Peanuts. It would definitely be comparable to the DeAndre Hopkins for <laughs> David Johnson trade that Houston and Arizona just pulled off. And you can see who's uh, benefiting from that one. So True. But also yeah. you're talking about a GM that got fired for doing something so stupid. So oh, well, I- I'm not calling a manager stupid here. I just, this is... <laughs> Very boneheaded, very boneheaded, and definitely please think about things before. But congratulations on receiving this because this manager was offered the trade, questioned it, and then accepted it. So good for him because he is on it. And yeah, so. Oh, for sure. I think it gave the same reaction uh, between you and I that that Hopkins-Johnson trade did. We were both like, what? Uh, this is an eye opener, a jaw dropper, uh, yeah, this is, uh, and a league winner, and a league winner. So watch out for this guy. Possibly, possibly a league yeah, winner. Absolutely. Definitely. But now onto our week Oof. nine battles, and our first battle. Speaking of that manager, Union Ambush made a surprise attack from the flank while distracting Yankee Raiders troops from the front. Jose beats Martin 185.5 to one. 61.1, a 21.95 point victory. Our closest battle of the week, which means Martin is the recipient of our Purple Heart Award. Congratulations, Martin. Shots were fired on both sides, but it was Union Ambush who came out of the victory, carried by his captain, Aaron Rodgers, and the help of James Robinson, the Baltimore defense. Jose secures the W and first place with his decisive win, acquiring Aaron Jones' first six round pick. This man is not far off of winning his first championship in the Civil War Fantasy Football League. Congratulations on the victory. Honestly, watch out for this team. Totally agree. Watch out for that team. That's going to be... I mean, poor Marty's team put up a dud besides their quarterback and his defense, but but uh, yeah, watch out for Union Ambush. That's going to be pretty brutal. <sighs> All right. Uh, in our next battle, Three Sheets has really been in the wind the last couple of weeks. And lost to our newest manager, Allen. Allen's Renegades comes out on top, scoring 180.75 to Mario's 127.90. With that lowly score, Mario earns himself the manager MIA of the week. Mario? Are you there? Stop drinking and start playing some serious fantasy football. With scores like this, you could have really used Aaron Jones this week. <laughs> oh, oh, man. See what a trade can get you. I mean, he did start Corey Davis, the player that he traded for, and Corey Davis put up zero points. Justin Jackson put up zero points in that running back spot, even. Yeah. It's okay. Managers make their calls. Some people just like that last place jersey better than others, I guess. You know, maybe we'll name the last place trophy <laughs> after him. Lost in the wind. 
<laughs> yeah, lost in the wind. Brother, come back to us. <laughs> Boom. Cannons fire. And musket shots in the distance. Stonewall, your face, takes a commanding lead over Roger's hard war in this battle. 217.05 to 183.3. The second highest points of this week. Ali takes the beating to Raj. What a great personal win here, Ali. Our 10th place team beats his friend and gets ammunition until the next time they meet. Carried by his top-notch roster this week, Patrick Mahomes leads this stellar lineup next to Devontae Adams and Darius Leonard and the waiver wire pickup of Miami defense. Stonewall built the wall this week, and Rodgers couldn't scale it. Get some climbing boots, Raj. You're falling behind here. Oof. Too true. I mean, not even Delvin Cook's 46.6 points could pull him out of this hole. Yeah. What a game by Dalvin Cook. 206 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Two games over 200 yards in a row. That's insane. Yeah. Man. He's definitely got a good roster. He just needs to play with it a little, right? I mean, he's got a open buy slot where Miles Garrett is sitting. I mean, use it or lose it, right? Yeah. He could have won this. <laughs> Quite possibly. All right. Uh, in our next matchup, Uterus S. Grants put SC Slave Runners in the corner. John got back CMC and uh, for possibly only this week. But that didn't bother Chas at all. Fled by Josh Allen and DJ Chark. She gets the win by scoring 221.90 points to John's 197.10. Uterus S. Grants yearns yet another bronze star for being the highest scoring team of the week and will be a bully down the stretch. It'll be, uh, it'll be some interesting matchups coming out. Man. Oh yeah. I, I I don't know. I I feel like I my my record shows nothing for it. I am three and six, but I am playing the highest score of the week every week, I feel like. <laughs> and I'm one of the higher scoring teams. This is re- yeah. really ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but good for her. I mean, I'm very proud of her. She woke up, she checked her lineups, and then ten o'clock hit. And DJ Chark was not in her starting lineup, and she did set it, and Yahoo didn't tick it in. So as commissioner, I mean, we have to make those roster adjustments when a manager calls you and says, hey, I made this adjustment. It's after 10 o'clock. It didn't put it in. I see an open spot. I move it in. I instantly saw the point difference, and it said she's projected 245 points to my 215 because at that point in the game, DJ Chark had already had 15.7 15.7 points and it was nine minutes left in the first quarter. <laughs> so good for her. She's got a stellar yeah. team. She's walking to a championship and I couldn't be more happy for her. Yeah. I'd really like to be there in that championship playing against her though. Yeah, I bet every week she's just got somebody that, that stands up. You know, and and puts up a oh. good. She just got somebody that steps up and performs really well. You know. Oh yeah, and I can tell you, 
she really likes Josh Allen and 47 points. Her captain of the team, 415 passing yards. He even rushed in a touchdown and threw three touchdowns. This kid's talented and she loves him. And I could see her tagging him. Oh, wow. That'd be interesting to see. Well, look at her. Look at her team. I mean, Elliot's not putting up those amazing numbers, but I could see him being a possible tag. Yeah. Other than that, maybe Montgomery, but that's a question mark. Yeah. Yeah, Ellen and, and Elliot wouldn't be too bad, but we'll see how it shakes out the rest of the season. Oh, may we take a moment of silence for this battle here. Can't Cut the Custard rises from the ashes and shows that he is still out there somewhere in this victory over the Boston Teabaggers. Andy beats Daniel, 198.6 to 162.9, a margin of 35.7 points. Tampa Bay does not show up this week. Neither did the Boston Teabaggers. Fortunately, the non-Tampa Bay soldiers showed up, and they were there to help Daniel keep from beating the manager of MIA, at least. But Andy takes a solid victory here. Only three soldiers with a single-digit point. Very impressive battle. Can't cut the custard. I Look at that roster. I mean, they all put up phenomenal numbers all the way down. Russell Wilson, 36, 28, Tyreek Hill, 18 points, Juju Smith-Schuster. All the way down. All the way down. It was well done. I was missing a quarterback in this game. I was missing a quarterback. Tom Brady, 4.45 points. <laughs> oh, it's just laughable. I do have to say, though, A.J. Brown, when he's been on the field, has been producing very nicely. Oh, phenomenally. Phenomenally talented. He's, uh, he, I think that he was considering my last year's team. I think he's probably my best, my, well, I know he's my best tag besides Devin White, but my best offensive tag. But I'm glad that I did tag him from last year because I think that he's just improving. And, uh, at least I hit on one of my tags, <sighs> offensive tags. I breaks my heart that I had to drop Devin White last year when I needed a roster spot because to see him and to stare at what he's done, I just that could have been my team. Could have been, especially after that Keekly retirement. Oh, he had crystal balls. Thanks thanks for that. Yeah, if only I had a crystal ball. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be in ninth place right now. <laughs> <laughs> nobody would be nobody would be well except for those that don't pay attention to their crystal ball Fair. <laughs> all right now this week's treasure hunter of the week was truly on his game he had the best pickup with the tennessee defense but does one better by having honorable mention with the pickup of recently coveted ben roethlisberger Great job, Yankee Raiders, for being on this week. Congrats, Marty, for having both of the waiver wire pickups. I mean, you can't – that that's a stellar waiver wire. Ben Roethlisberger, 34 points. Tennessee defense, 39 points. Like, that that was uh, valiant in his loss, and his loss would have been yeah. much greater if he didn't pick those things up in uh, in the waiver wire. Oh, I agree. Those were the standouts on his team this week, minus Blake Martinez at 23 points. So, I mean, he yeah. needed some help, and he definitely found it on the waiver wire. So, congrats to that. Congrats, Marty. I love seeing managers fight. Regardless of losing, winning or losing, they're out there fighting. Yep. 
All right. And now with the week nine battles in the history books, we march toward the week 10 battles. Last week, I went three and two, where Daniel went two and three. Let's see how we do this week, and let's pick them. Daniel, what do you think? I'll let you start us off. So, first battle is, you know, SC Slave Runners, you, versus Raj's Hard War. Manager with a solid team, however, hasn't really been paying attention. You don't get CMC back, and this is the 8th and ninth place teams. And where I think that you're going to win, it just tickles me to pick Raj. So I'm going with Raj's Hard War, because if you lose, oh, next week's episode is going to be rough. (laughs) I see what you did there. I see what you did there. But after calculating and looking at what Mm -hmm. my team truly needs and being low on the waiver wire because I lost to my wife this week, I have potential Mm -hmm. to get what I want. And it should put me (laughs) at a projected 195 points. And as much as Raj is not paying attention to his team, I did put in DeAndre Hopkins for him into his starting lineup where C.D. Lamb was on by because he had him on his bench. But unfortunately, he's got no backup kicker and we're not picking up players for the AFK manager. So he does have a zero with his kicker. I feel confident that I have at least yep. a full starting lineup. I will take myself. <laughs> I will take this myself. Is true. And hope that this is he true. is the manager MIA. <laughs> because boy, is he going to get cannon fodder oh, next week. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That would be hilarious. All right. Next up, we have Stonewall Your Face, who is out of 10th place from his victory over Rogers Hard War and into 7th place against Allen's Renegades. What do you got? You know. <sighs> I think uh, Allen has already been making some changes on his team on the waiver wire, and I know he's paying well attention. And uh, knowing him from other leagues and looking at that team, I think that he could pull it off this week with with, uh, some key starts. So I'm going to go with Allen's Renegades. Yeah, I think you're spot on. I mean, uh, Stonewall's got some good matchups. He is the projected winner here. But uh, yeah, I see uh, Allen making some moves. and taking some strides here and i also am going to pick alan's renegades and the thing is too like with stonewall your face his key wins this year have all been when patrick mahomes has had an awesome week and mahomes is on by this week so i just don't know what kind of chance he's got yeah and he did put in drew Brees, who did have a big week with four touchdowns this this last week but drew Brees traveling oh no Drew Brees is at home this week. So Drew Brees does play well at home. So mm-hmm. Drew Brees does play well at home. He does. It's going to be an interesting week. It'll be an interesting week for sure. It is going to be an interesting week. And our next matchup is three sheets to the wind versus yours truly, Boston Teabaggers. Brothers at war. To- wow, we got a little brotherly love here. Look at this. That's right. Civil war. Go figure. I love it. Uh, <laughs> my projection is you pounding your brother into the ground here, firmly <laughs> into his 10th place spot without Aaron Jones. I don't think he can win it without him. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, historically Brady always has good bounce back games. So I think that Brady's probably going to show this week. Um, hopefully we get back Ali Marpet so our offensive line could actually block some people. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to choose myself as well. Boston Teabaggers for the win against my brother. Yeah, it should be a good matchup. And 
sadly, unless he really makes some good moves, he could be our MIA. Which means cannon fodder? Yeah, it would. He's been there before, so... He has. Those those sails have a lot of holes in them. <laughs> yeah, and it, the <laughs> bottle just empties very quickly at that point. That's <laughs> right. He's just sitting there. Why is the rum gone? Where did all the rum go? (laughs) All right. Our next matchup. Can't cut the custard versus Yankee Raiders. Our third place team versus our sixth place team. This is a good one. Oh, man. You know, before waivers, I'm going to go with can't cut the custard. But Marty's been pretty key on waivers as as a little earlier in the episode illustrated. But I'm going to stick with what I know. And I'm going to go ahead and go with can't cut the custard on this one. Yeah, he's got a bunch of waivers out. Both teams do. Uh, Yankee Raiders has Ben Roethlisberger, where Can't Cut the Custard has Tyreek Hill, Le'Veon Bell, and Butker. So Kansas City is on bye week. Yeah. yeah, well, both teams have been spry on the waivers, I will say it. So this is a big coin flip. I'm going to go the other way. I'll say, uh, oh, you said Yankee Raiders? I said Can't Cut the Custard. Ah, well, then I'm going to say Yankee Raiders. Ooh. I'll take the other side of the coin. Yeah. Man beat me last week. Got to give him some respect. Yeah. And our last matchup of the week, our first place team versus our second place team. Union Ambush versus Uterus S. Grant. She's just in all the big games. Game of the week, you would say? Maybe. I think the three sheets in Boston Teabaggers might be the game of the week, but I would say this is going to be one to watch as well. Union Ambush and, and Uterus S. Grant, especially with uh, you know David Montgomery possibly missing the game and Union Ambush picking up Aaron Jones, it's going to be uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I'm seeing this more as game of the week, where yours is more of like biggest <laughs> blowout of the week. So. Hey, bad teams can have good games. <laughs> no, true, true. Nice. Uh, yeah. uh, I will. I will take Uterus Grant. She's got a solid team. She's been stellar. Uh, she has a she has a few losses, but uh, that team's carried her very well. Six and three is fan- the both of these teams are six and three, and you know they're they're both doing very well, and they're both very solid teams. And it's I feel like a coin flip, and you know her team's ceiling is so high. And the floor is also so high. And and I think with that trade, Union Ambush joins that. But there's there's a chance that she can still win by 50 points just because that's the nature of her team. And 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 Union Ambush could still be the second scoring team in the league, <laughs> you know. And, but there's also a chance that it could be a really close game and and, uh, and Union Ambush pulls it out. So Oh, yes, my better judgment. I'm going to go with Union Ambush, roll with the first place team, but I would not be surprised at all if if Chas pulls it out. Yeah, I'm going underdog this week. He's projected as the favorite in our league right now at 58%. So, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a good week. So, can't wait to see how things shake out. That's right. And note on our competitive league, last place is three and six. First place is six and three. And mind you, there are two six and three teams. There are three five and four teams. There are three four and five teams. And there's two three and six teams. That's a pretty competitive league. And just congratulate everybody 
you know, a little past the halfway point for literally keeping it within three games from first and last place. That's pretty impressive. Oh yeah. I mean, anything goes in this at this point. I mean, there's still four weeks before playoffs. So yeah, no, no one's out of it. Can happen at no this one point. is out of it. Absolutely. High hopes for me at this point. I don't want to be in the bottom half, so I'd like to be in the top half. <laughs> hey, seventh isn't so bad. I I will accept seventh place for a first round pick. So, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again for marching along with us today. Write those questions into the show, and we'd love to get those on ffwc23 at gmail.com. Who will be our bronze star? Who will be our purple heart? And who will be the manager MIA? March again with us next week, and you'll find out. And as always, stay vigilant, soldiers.